Wouldn't you want to know how Keller Williams' number one team in the world markets and negotiates to maximize your profit? Today, we find out. Whether you're buying your dream property or selling a million dollar home, why not get the highest price and the best advice? This is Luxury Real Estate Talk, the art and business of buying and selling high-end homes with stories and insider knowledge from top luxury agents nationwide and around the globe. Here's our host, Rob Jensen. I'm here today with Bob, president and broker of the Bob Lucido team of Keller Williams Integrity in Maryland. The Lucido team is the number one Keller Williams team in the world, and Bob is ranked as a top five agent in the world. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you very much, Rob. Glad to be here. Great. Looking forward to chatting with you. I know you've got a lot of expertise. I'm going to try and get as much out of you as I can in this next 25 minutes or so. Okay. So to jump right into it, how do you market and negotiate real estate to maximize profit? We have the pleasure of working together, Rob, with sellers and buyers. Let me address, if I can, uh, sellers first. Uh, Sellers, when they want to maximize the sale of their property, I encourage them to do a couple things. Number one, be very careful who you hire to be your realtor. It's like picking a great doctor or a great attorney. It can make or break your results. Number two, uh, when you go on the market, we have four steps to getting your house sold for top dollar. Number one, price it right. Don't price it high. Don't price it high. Leave room for negotiation. Price it right. Not low, but not high. You want to create an auction-like environment. I don't want you to do an auction, but I want you to create an environment of an auction. We have a program we have called the our, our, uh, the Lucido Listing Blitz. We essentially sell most of our houses in five days. What I mean by that is we do a lot of pre-marketing after we've priced it right. We go on the market on Thursdays. We don't sign any offers until after the open house on Sunday. So we create lots of activity, lots of traffic, and en- traffic creates energy and fear of loss and cre- increases motivation. So let me back up the four steps to getting top dollars. Price it right. Number two, be the best home on the block. Make your house look awesome. We have professional stagers on our team that are employees. We go in and help people make their houses look awesome. Number three, hire a team that will um, market your house aggressively. Just don't hire somebody who's going to put it in the MLS. They have to have a very comprehensive marketing plan to get exposure, to get traffic to your to your property. So you can create that auction-like environment. And the fourth thing is hire a highly skilled negotiator. You just it's not just a matter of just picking a realtor out of a newspaper. You want to make sure that you pick a highly skilled negotiator that can help you maximize your profits and guide you through this entire process. So critiquing and interviewing several realtors to make sure you have the best is critically important. So for a seller, that's how you maximize your value is by doing those four things. Got it. And to just go back and revisit a little bit more of the um, auction-like environment, I'm assuming that's under your... um your marketing plan, of course. So you list it. You like to go live on Thursday. Now your pre. Tell me a little bit what goes into your pre-marketing. We do coming soon, which is that in our market you're allowed to do it for three weeks prior to going live. So we post a sign early. Um, we send notices around to all of our agents on our team. We have over 100 agents. Um, we we let the we we interact with other realtors and let them know that this property is coming on the market. Um, and it's incoming soon status. All the realtors see it on the MLS, but it can't be shown. So it's a teaser to the marketplace. So we do a a lot of pre-marketing, a lot of pre-promotion. And then when it hits the market on that Thursday, uh, when it goes live, we create a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement. 
And people say, subsellers say, I got plenty of time. I don't need to sell it right away. Let me assure you, you will get your highest price in the first five days. The longer it sits, it gets stale and you will get a lower price. That's a fact. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a common thing, especially in the luxury market where sellers say, I don't I don't have to sell, I don't need to give it away. And I I agree with you where it's the point is it's it's great they can afford to not sell, but being the being able to hold on isn't gonna help them unless they're gonna wait another year or two and wait for the market to potentially go up. Well, I have advice to your to your sellers, number one. Some people say, well, I don't have to sell. Well, great. And not many people have to sell, but you want to sell, and it's a prudent time to sell. Uh, inventory levels are tight, and rates are going higher. So what are you waiting for? Rates to go higher or inventory levels to decrease um, and, and more capacity come on the market. This is an opportune time for somebody to put their house on the market now and get the highest price possible. I agree. So um, how does a home seller know who's highly skilled? How do they pick right? One, they need to interview. Number two, look at their Zillow reviews. Number three, call call some of their references. Number four, um, look at their past successes in your neighborhood, in your area, and, and what have they sold. And look at their presentation when they meet you. Are they professional? Are they thorough? Did they come prepared? And you have to discern for yourself whether or not uh, who's the best candidate. Um, that you want to sell your house for for the highest price, but a lot of it, a lot of it will be their credentials and their past successes. Um, and Google the, the candidate to make sure it's uh, somebody that's uh, worthy of your business. Got it. I love it. And when it comes to pricing a home right, do you have any other um, tips or advice? Do you advise sellers to get an appraisal? Do you um, have any other? No. Do not get do not get a, do not get an appraisal. Um, one, it's going to cost you about five hundred dollars to Number two, um, the, the realtor should be as good as the appraiser. Um, we provide detailed comps, and we we do a thorough analysis. I used to own a market research company, and we did market analysis for builders and banks, and and um, so we strategically go over pricing with our clients uh, to make sure that we're priced right in the marketplace. I'd rather be a little bit low than a little bit high. Trust me when I say this: the market will not let you sell your property low. You'll get multiple offers that you'll get a bidding war and it'll go higher. When you, If it's too, a little too high, it will sit and you'll get low ball offers and you maybe have to lower your price. So I like to go out. Fear of loss is the greatest motivator. I like to get a, a lot of people interested. I, a lot of people say, well, if I price it at 500 and that's really what it's worth, they, I might get a lower offer. Well, if you do, you can always counter it. You don't have to accept the lower offer. But you want people and energy in your house. That creates the excitement for you to wait and wait and wait. It get, it's going to get stale, and nobody on the 30th or 60th day is going to come by and say, "Let me, let me give you full price." It's kind of like those, uh, you know, the, the, the bread or, or the, the cakes at the bakery. After a few days, they don't go up in price; they go down. <laughs> exactly, not nearly so tasty. So let's just say you have one of your kickoff open house weekends. And generally that works. Like you said, you'd usually sell your homes within five days. So it's going to be that first week it hits the market. You, I'm assuming you have the open house Sunday. Do you then present and respond to offers on Monday? Or does you sometimes wait till Tuesday to give time for more offers to trickle in? Or what's your time? No, I'm, I'm, sending, I'm sending offers as I get them. But Sunday night, we try to make our decision Sunday night and sign Sunday night or Monday. The longer you wait, some offers will start 
backing down and canceling because they don't want to lose their second choice and they don't want to feel like they're played. So uh, we let people know we're going to decide after the open house. We use the open houses as the the benchmark and the the deadline for, um, you know, get your offers in. And we try to get multiple offers and ask for best and finals. And again, that creates urgency and we try to get it wrapped up Sunday night. Monday at the latest, if it lingers, then they're thinking you're playing them or they'll start looking at option two. So there's a whole strategy behind this. And a lot of times I encourage my sellers, don't take that first offer. Like if it's on a Friday or Saturday, let's wait till after the open house. Uh, some people say, well, open houses don't sell houses. Well, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But if I'm a if I'm a buyer and I'm looking at your house, I see 20 cars out there. I'm like, wow, man, I better up my offer. Look at all the people there. Absolutely. And I think the, the strategy behind that open house, which is you're driving all those actual showings that are coming with an agent, and it's not just maybe your regular open house traffic that can still sell homes, but it's it's very targeted. It's these, it's these are the actual buyers, and you're forcing them to see, like you said, other people, other demand, interest, that buzz that you know causes them to fear yep. loss. Not, not only that, but uh, neighbors will come by. Some of them will have um, – I've actually had neighbors buy the house and we put their house on the market because they wanted a better house, or they're looking for their friends, or if they just want to browse, that's fine. They look like buyers, so the real buyer look, going through the house will see more people. And if they're really nice people and the potential buyers there, I'll introduce them and let them talk and, and have them experience what it's like to, to live in the neighborhood and talk to one of the neighbors firsthand. If I know it's going to be a good experience, be careful matching people like that. And you got an angry neighbor or somebody that's got some issues. <laughs> so let's just say worst case scenario, it doesn't sell that opening weekend. Do you still like to continue to do open houses or try and drive traffic through opens, or is it just kind of a case-by-case basis after that? No, then we rely on our normal marketing to bring in general traffic during the week. Uh, I call my sellers every week and update them on what's going on in the marketplace. Um, Normally, I don't do another open house till the end of the first 30 days, and uh, sometimes we'll do a price adjustment, and I'll tie that in. Uh, another open house to a price adjustment. I like to I like to get a double whammy and a double impact. Sometimes we've, we've lowered prices uh, one time. By the way, if you ever do a price reduction, you only want to do it one time. If you're at 500, don't go to 490, then 485. Go from 500 to where you need to be. Maybe it's 475. Um, but I use those price reductions and and the open house together simultaneously creates an incredible impact. Because normally the second open house is not as strong as the first open house. So it, I do them the first weekend and then normally at the end of the 30 days, and hopefully I've got a price reduction in there as well. Got it. Do you do the same sort of format? You like drop the price on Thursday and then hold that open on Sunday and not really let anyone in between Thursday and Sunday? Oh, no. Let me clarify this. Number one, if we do a price reduction, I want to do it right away because I want that to get out there. Number two, we're doing showings Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, we we never stop showings. We always want people to come in the house. The only thing that I encourage my sellers to do is maybe don't sign an offer unless it's a really good one until after the open house on Sunday that hopefully can create multiple offers. Got it. So you're not sort of backing up the, you know, having the demand overflow or create that line out the door, so to speak, like a Apple iPhone release. You'll still accommodate those Thursday, Friday, Saturday showings 
but yeah. I never want to turn down a showing, and I'll encourage all the sellers on this phone. A marginal showing is better than no showing. You may never get that buyer back again. They may be an out-of-town buyer. So allow every showing possible. I just had one yesterday. They they said we've got some stuff to do, and our mulch gardens aren't mulch. I said, look, do you want do you want to wait for them to come back, and they may never come, or do you want them to see through through see through all this? They can see the the gardens need mulch, and maybe there's some wallpaper that needs to be taken down. It's not ideal, but I hate to turn down a showing. Uh, you never know when you're going to get that one lottery ticket. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything else you want to say to sellers out there? Uh, sellers, a uh, great opportunity right now. And, and no, just to follow that system of pricing it right. Make your house be the best home on the block. Get staging advice. Number three, hire a team that's going to market aggressively. You don't want somebody just going to put, an, um, put it on the MLS. You want somebody that's going to be very, very proactive. And number four, hire a highly skilled negotiator. You want somebody who knows what they're doing. It's going to navigate you through this because there's three sales they got to make. They got to sell the buyer, the home inspector, and the appraisal. So, um, you want somebody that's a real pro in all these. Don't hire a friend. Don't hire a family member or a business associate or a friend of a friend or a part-time part-timer who's going to give you a discount. Um, you want to always, always go for the best. I learned this advice when I was 18 years old, when I first got in the business 42 years ago, a wealthy, successful accountant said, get a top-notch lawyer, insurance man, stockbroker, real estate person, um, working for you and being be part of your team, and you'll be very, very successful. So always, always go for the best. Got it. So tell me a little bit about you and your team. You've been enormously successful, as you said, starting, I guess, at the age of 18. Number one Keller Williams team in the world, that's huge, and being number five in the world for yourself. I mean, that's a, that's a very prestigious and big accolade and something that I know being in the business myself takes a ton of work to even get anywhere in this business, let alone be number one. What does that take? How would you get there? Well, first and foremost, I'll say that anybody on this phone call, that I'm nobody special. I'm just a hardworking realtor, and I've been fortunate to surround myself with good people. So the winning formula, number one, is surround yourself with great people. Number two is to always be on a path of learning and trying to be better. Uh, I have a competition within myself and my competitors to be the best that I can be and be the best that we can deliver to the marketplace. So um, I'm constantly challenging our group and reaching for new goals. I believe you're either alive and growing or dead and dying. And um, so we've set the bar high for ourselves. And it's a game we're playing. I'm, I, I, we're just not in business to make money. We want to have fun. When you're, play, when, you're, when you're playing the game, you want to have fun. And our team enjoys the success that we've accumulated. So it's not about me. It's about all the other people. And uh, Zig Ziglar said that you can get whatever you want in life if you help enough to other people get what they want. So my goal is to help my buyers and sellers get achieve their goals and if I do enough of that I can I'll get whatever I want by helping them achieve their goals so um, we have an awesome team and I get way too much credit it's really about the people and if I'm if I'm good at one thing it's my ability to put together uh, great people and recognize great talent I love it and just tell me the cities you operate in and how many team members you've got today our core business is in Maryland and we have over 100 agents here plus support team and photographers and a full marketing department. And that's in Maryland. We cover all, all, really all of Maryland. And our expansion team, where we're expanding into other locations through Keller Williams, we're in uh, Miami, uh, we're in um, Rehoboth Beach, we're in California, we're in various parts of Florida, uh, Arizona. So we go into other Keller Williams' offices and partner with other agents there to help them grow their business so we can serve the clients and deliver a top-level uh, 
caliber of service in other locations. And we have about 35 agents around the country right now. Love it. So let's chat about buyers for a minute. What are, um, where are buyers missing the boat right now? What do you see as them, uh, any mistakes they might be making? You need to know what type of market you're in right now. And I've seen rates at 21%. I've seen the dot-com crisis. Right now, we have a shift in the marketplace, and it's a shift towards lack of inventory. People aren't selling because they don't want to get rid of their 2 or 3% interest rate. And there's not enough new construction. So the shift right now is not enough inventory. Um, making sure you you don't overpay, but make sure you do get the, the house that you want. So right now, my advice to buyers is, one, make sure you have a very aggressive and passionate uh, agent working together with you who can help you get your offer accepted. Um, very, very important because a lot of times you might be writing offers on several properties. If you don't get them, it's, it's, it's a, a very disheartening. So Number one, uh, be prepared with a uh, lender approval letter. Number two, go in with a strong deposit. Three, limit your contingencies. Number four, um, send a letter, maybe a picture of your family so that they know who they're buying from. Try to personalize a little bit. Ask the other agent, what's important to this seller? What are they really, what are they looking for? And try to, it might not be about price. It might be about settlement or renting back for three or four months or something. Try to appeal to what they really want. Um, and then package your, your offer around that. Got it. Do you advise buyers to sign a buyer brokerage agreement? Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to commit. You need to commit to who is your superstar. Who do you want to guide you? I could imagine my attorney, we, we'd be talking to people and talking to each other, and he, he's not sure that I'm really hiring him. I mean, that's not really uh, – you know, commit to the, the best person that you know who's going to handle it. Sign a buyer brokerage agreement. And have that person work for you and lay out the expectations of what you expect from that agent so that they can best help you achieve your goals. I think that's great. Yeah, I think, yeah, just having that time where it's not just about having someone send you properties and not ever meeting in face-to-face. It's, it's really getting down and coming up with a, having a conversation and a strategy. A rookie or a lazy person will send emails and send houses and they'll never get the business. I coach my people to go belly to belly, face to face, meet their buyers, show them that you care, be very proactive, and let's have a plan for getting you your house, your dream home under contract. I love it. As far as that personal letter, anything you think really people need to be putting in there to have an impact or make a difference? Um, one, their sincerity level that of what they're in, what they're looking to accomplish. Um, the more you can relate to the sellers, like this, if it's a 70 year old selling their home and they raise their family there, maybe you touch on, we want to raise our family here the way you did and create the same similar memories. So you pull at people's, pull at the heartstrings and, and make it less about a contract and more about a personal um, relationship. I know I sold a piece of land once and everybody was talking about the same price. And we said, well, tell you what, we're going to name this community after you. We're going to name it and put your name there. And it, it, for, for the rest of eternity, the, your name will be ingrained in this community. And, and that meant a lot to them. So ask questions and find out what's important to other people, then package your offer around that. Yeah, no, that's that's great. It's not just sort of a, a form letter or a template. It's like, hey, let's be targeted. Just like you're targeted with your marketing, you're targeting, with, targeting the seller to actually resonate and have them kind of respond. And like you said, hit that pull on that heartstring. I like that analogy. Yep. 
Cool. What else is um, anything exciting out there for you that you see with um, regards to technology, whether it's helping your buyers or sellers, whether it's marketing with Facebook or video ads or or the new sort of KWAI stuff they're working on right now? Well, a lot of exciting things happening in Keller Williams world. Uh, Gary Keller is passionate about being the leader in technology. And uh, so there's a lot of things that they're working on and I uh, can't wait to share those with you and, and all my clients and um, team members. Uh, number one, number two, um, we're, uh, we do a lot of video. We do a lot of um, pro professional photography, uh, drone, drones. Um, so for the listing, you want to make sure that you have a first class listing uh, package prepared so that you get um, so your pictures and everything look the best. Um, so, um, we do that and uh, are you talking about, higher, are you talking about the, um, your listing presentation or the package for a buyer? What goes in that for a buyer to see? Uh, kind of, kind of both when I'm talking to sellers, like I listed a couple of houses yesterday and we're going to do aerial photography and, and, and we're going to do a video of the property and, um, you know, so I want to wow the marketplace with our presentation and, um, this helps you sell. It helps you get visibility and will help you get more business of other people. See how good of a job you do online with these like, these items. Yep. I'm with you a hundred percent. We're, we invest in, um, the drone photos and video and all that as well. It's just, I mean, it's so amazing what you can do online with marketing, both locally, nationally, and globally. And why not show off the property in a fun, fun, sexy way, so to speak. But, um, sure. Well, I, this time has flown. I really appreciate you being on the call today, Bob. And, um, Appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. I hope this helps everybody. Just remember, if you're out there, you're a seller, um, and now's a great time to sell. It would not put off, uh, especially if you're selling houses over a million dollars because of the new tax law. Now's a great time to sell. Uh, just price it right, and you'll, you'll get the, the highest possible price in the marketplace. Uh, number two, if you're a buyer, be very, very proactive. Uh, don't try to nickel and dime the, 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 uh, the, sell, the sellers. Uh, work together with them, find out what's important to them, and then work around their goals, and hopefully that will increase the chance you you being the winner. So uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, listen, and I appreciate being a guest on your show. Thanks for listening to Luxury Real Estate Talk with Rob Jensen. If you like what you heard, please share with your friends and colleagues and give us some stars. We would love to hear your feedback. Connect with Rob at robjensen.com.